Before we get too far into the show, we have to give a shout out to our good friends and sponsor, Destinations to Travel. Go to DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash travel and get in touch with our good friends at Destinations to Travel. It doesn't matter what kind of trip you're wanting to go on, cruise, Disney, Disneyland, Disney World, anywhere you want to go around the world, as long as you're able to in this day and age, Destinations to Travel can get you there. Now, I know a lot of people like to do their own planning, and that's cool, but these folks will help you in any way that you need and give you the the latitude to do whatever you want to do, but it doesn't cost you a dime. So why wouldn't you? So reach out to our friends at Destination of Travel, hook up with them, let them show you how they can save you time, money, and frustration and protect you when you're traveling because it's horrible to be in a situation where you need some help and don't have anyone to go to. So go over to DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash travel and get in touch with our good friends and sponsors, Destinations to Travel. In today's show, we have Disney H2O Club. After Hours is returning this summer. Extravaganza is hippity-hoppity fun beginning March 31st at the Disneyland Resort. Headline news, meetups, trivia, and so much more on this week's Disney Parks Podcast. Welcome to the Disney Parks Podcast with your hosts, Tony Castlenova from DisneyByTheNumbers.com and Park Hopper John from WDWParkHoppers.com. Keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the podcast at all times. And get ready for the Disney Parks Podcast. All right. Welcome to this week's show. Park Harper John not be here. We have our good friend, Mr. Edward, hanging out Hola with us. to the masses. Roller coaster, theme park expert, architect, kickball player, yeah. all around. Oh my Human. goodness! I got yeah. a lot of accolades. I have two yeah. master's degrees too. If that's whoa! Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, uh, yeah. Have you seen the? Because uh, you're a theme park roller coaster person. Have you seen Definitely. the uh, push pull test for the Tron coaster? You know, with the thing and the. Have you no. seen that? Oh, oh the, where they were taking the the. They had the round the circle thing, yeah, and then they had some dummies yeah. on it. I, I can't wait till we see how many come back with all their limbs, um, but yeah. I'm sure it'll be fine. It's a clone of what's in China. They yeah. didn't even use the original plans because in the original plan, it was completely closed in. Yeah. But because in China, where they had Space Mount, it was like after two kids rides. Mm-hmm. And so you'd have like this was in Hong Kong and you have these older Asian who weren't used to theme parks go into like Peter Pan. I was like, it's a small world. And then it was like space mountain. Yeah. And so they had a massive amount of clean plates and guest relations. So when they built Shanghai, they altered the original plans to let it go outside so that right. the people could see, yeah. Hey, it's, this is not something for everyone. Right, and right. that's why we have that. But why we have it in Florida, I have no idea. It's sitting right next to space mountain. People know what it's all about. But, you know, it's going to ruin the immersion and it's going to get shut down because of lightning. So, yeah, no, it's going to happen or rain. One of the two. Um, Have you been to the parks lately? Where where have you been? What you've seen? Anything this weekend? I went to Animal Kingdom on Saturday and officially there is nothing to do. I went on Dinosaur a couple times. I think mm. three times mm-hmm. and primeval world's gone now they used to love primeval yeah. world uh everest is a refurb and um 
Yeah, I wasn't going to wait two hours for every other ride in the park. And then Kali was 15, but didn't feel like getting wet. Wet, yeah. And then Magic Kingdom was Sunday. Mm. Magic Kingdom was fun. Yeah. I, I always like going to Magic Kingdom. Yeah. But the crowds this weekend were bananas. So really? If you weren't, yeah. I, I remember... So we, my my buddy hadn't gone to Ohana like ever. Oh wow! Um, he had or he had never had breakfast ever at Disney. Wow! And so we were. I was going to go to Captain Cook because I really want to get Tonga toast. A pro tip for anybody who loves Tonga yeah. toast yeah, yeah. and doesn't want to pay nineteen dollars, you can get it for half the price down at Captain Cook's. Right. I was like, hey, I'm just going to go get this. Do you want to have some breakfast? Or he's like, oh, I've never had breakfast at Disney. I was like, your first meal at Disney for breakfast is not going to be Captain Cook's. Yeah. So I got us Ohana reservations just between okay. that and Steakhouse. 1971, but I think Ohana is a better deal in my opinion because it's all you can eat and they have some good items there. So we did that. And but before there, because the reservations were at like 10:15, I shot into the park real quick after Mm. parking at the poly. Uh, wait time was 15 minutes for Big Thunder Railroad. Got there and it was 80. So that just tells you what that day was like there. It was horrible from start to finish. Yeah, yeah. Saturday, uh, I can't remember what I did. Can't remember. Anyway, Sunday we went to Disney Springs. Uh, I got one of these. The new... Oh, you got in the line. Did you have to wait in the line or was it virtual? Uh, virtual queue. And okay. uh, uh, we put in for the virtual queue. And 10 minutes later, we got this. Oh, it was only 10 minutes. Nice. Where did yeah. you go pick it up at the Disney store? Uh, you know where the Art of Disney is? And the Christmas yes. store? It mm-hmm. What used to be in that Hanes where they printed the t-shirts, it's called the World of oh, Memories. Yeah. It's in that second part of the building. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's yeah, also on the right this. Hand side. Yep. There's also this they give you. Uh, it's got a QR code. If you scan this QR code, uh, it then brings the magnet to life. It has like a VR uh, little movie that goes with it. Kind of cute. Oh. Kind of okay. cute. Have you looked at it? Yeah. It's uh, posted on the Disney Parks uh, podcast Facebook page if you want to go see it, or Disney by the Numbers uh, Facebook page. Either one of the two. Awesome. Uh, then we there's a new uh, Dole Whip stand over by Rainforest Cafe. The oh, line was went? extremely, extremely long. And I'm like, listen, I'm not waiting in any kind of line for the Dole Whip. In I a mean, month, there'll be nobody long? here. Yeah. What are we talking long? Okay. If you know, like, that bridge that, mm-hmm. you know, goes, like, to the sausage place, it's, like, yeah. halfway down that walkway, down that bridge. And it was not moving. It was not moving. I mean, it was not moving. Oh, was it? It was not. Uh, okay, because like flight of passage was like three hours. So I'm like, yeah. all right, if it's three hours, I get it. You don't want to wait for your no yeah. flight. But yeah. if it's 30 minutes, I'm no, 30 no, minutes. No, this is probably terrible. at least an hour or something. Oh, my goodness. No yeah. way. That's yeah. when you pay somebody to stand in yeah. line for yeah. it. Yeah. And here's the other thing, too. I, I noticed there's a line outside the Lego store. Now, first of all, I don't understand why <laughs> we just can't let people in the store anymore. Uh, mm. You know, if you're going to cram 5,000 of us into an arena with no masks, I don't think uh, 200 people in a Lego store is really going to, you know, cause COVID outbreaks, you know. Was it and, that or was it fire code? No, it's just them oh, okay. being, you know, we don't want a little lot of people in the store. It's too crowded. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, what do they sound like? Yeah, you know what they sound like. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, my good friend uh, Jared, who does uh, the cutesy uh, uh, 
Kawhi kind of already. He's got some new stickers out. Oh, that's nice. That's For cute. anybody who's not watching the yeah. podcast, go yeah. over to YouTube yeah. channel. Just yeah. watch the beginning at the very least. That's yeah. cool. Uh, he's actually he's got a little signature over here in the corner, and then he also did his cute little orange bird version. Oh, and so he's got the it. castle, and then he's got orange yeah. bird. Yep. So Looks these like baby are, orange bird. Yeah, that's baby orange bird. Uh, uh, it's called the style style of kawaii, which is a Japanese kind of styling. And uh, yeah, I love his stuff. So I was glad to get his stickers. I'm glad to give you the money, Jared. And they were cheap. They were <laughs> five bucks. So I'm that's awesome. To. That's oh, that's only five dollars. That's great. Yeah, yeah. I'm not putting them on my laptop because I usually eventually get rid of my laptop and then I get rid of all my stickers. To- uh oh, yeah. So so where are you gonna put them? So I'm gonna do a frame. I'm gonna frame them and just put them up in a in a frame, not oh, stick okay. them over nice. just Velcro double sticky tape or whatever or something. But yeah. Well, it's too bad he doesn't do like patches. Maybe you suggest he does do patches. Put them on do, a backpack and yeah, you know, I do you patches. Keep them forever. Yep. And if worse comes to worse, take them off. Yeah, uh, for the 50th anniversary, they've done a lot of great patches. Uh, none of them are here. Oh, they have? Yeah, and uh, I have a Toy Story denim jacket that I'm going to put them all on. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. And then you're yeah. going to wear it like the last day of the 50th? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, they have a, a patch like this that I have. This is a sticker, obviously. It's the they OG. Have a, yeah, they have a Mickey a patch like this that... I'm gonna put on my jacket. Hey, you should probably come to a meetup because I may give that away this uh this month. Oh, just saying. Well, now that I'm hurt, I don't have a tournament um that weekend or any weekends uh through the end of the year. So yes, I will be at all the meetups this year now. All right, Uh, that sounds good. We're gonna have that more. So you will definitely see me on the 23rd, if I remember correctly. Correct. You are correct. Bingo. All right, Edward. You want to get into the news? Why not? Let's get into the news. And now, Disney Parks Podcast News. Disney's H2O Glow After Hours returning this summer, and tickets are on sale next week. Just in time for the summer season, a new H2O Glow After Hours is coming to Disney's Typhoon Lagoon Water Park. The luminous After Hours event returns to the Tropical Oasis Memorial Day weekend with new elements that are sure to glow up your Walt Disney World vacation. Guests of Disney Resort Hotels, Walt Disney World Swan and Dolphin Hotels, as well as Shades of Green can purchase tickets to H2O Glow After Hours beginning March 29th with tickets on sale to the general public April 1st. The popular nighttime experience has limited capacity, so be sure to secure tickets soon. The After Hours Party will offer unique, vibrant decor, high-energy DJ dance parties, exclusive glow-themed menu offerings, and so much more. Imagine guest favorite watering attractions glowing under the stars with shorter wait times and more time to enjoy. Whether shooting down crushing gusher, making a splash in the surf pool, or showing off groovy moves on the dance floor, guests will experience the storm-strewn paradise in a whole new light. Or dark. Or dark. Attendees yeah. will even receive a glowing wristband and a tasty snacks like popcorn, select ice cream treats to enjoy throughout the whole evening. Disney's H.O. Glow After Hours takes place 8 to 11 every Saturday night from May 28th to August 27th. Wow. Giving guests three glowing hours in the water park after the gates close. That's great. So, Tony. Yes. Question for you. Will you be going to the Typhoon Lagoon after hours? No. 
Go with the show. Uh, oh. I went, uh, me and John went a couple of years ago when I uh, still mm-hmm. had my DVC. Yeah, we did go. I said, the parties are good. Yeah, you know, it's three hours. Uh, we just went in the wave pool and then had a bunch of uh, you know free snacks and things like that. that okay, it. so you wouldn't say it's as good as the um, after hour Disney ones because I've done a couple no. of the regular park ones, but I've never done the water park one. Yeah, uh, Typhoon Lagoon. From I think the problem is it's a little bit small, and they mm. tend to load it up, and so uh, all the main attractions do still have lines that this ain't little or no line that's not correct you know depend if that event is sold out you're going to be on a line um wow okay it may not be a full-blown you know in the middle of the day summer kind of line but there's going to be a line so um i don't know i i like i said we just did you know hung out at the pool had some drinks some popcorn some ice cream and uh that was fine for us you know we didn't have to go on question gusher 18 times (laughs) <laughs> well, I know when I went, I went on the, the Magic Kingdom, the last one I remember, yes. and mm. I went on Seven Dwarfs Mine Train uh, one time for every seat. Yeah. Because there was no line, I just looped it, looped it, looped it, looped yeah. it. And they asked me, do you want to stay in the same seat? And I was like, no, I want to go one back. One go back, back one, one back, back, one back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah. there is no line, at least the last time I went to the Magic Kingdom one, which I went to the second one that they mm. had. Mm-hmm. I missed the first one. Um, and then I heard they were giving tickets away. So yeah. I made a trip during the next one to Disney, hoping they would just like give me a ticket and they yeah. didn't. So I had to end up buying one at the box office. <laughs> so my order, uh, the after hours events, if they bring them back again, this, this fall, which I hope they will hmm. is, uh, Hollywood studios because it's a smaller park. So the capacity is a lot less than Epcot okay. because, well, future world used to be big. <laughs> but now it's separated by construction walls. So Epcot yeah. used to be, you know, the better place because everybody was kind of spread out in the two, you know, future world, east and west. Um, mm-hmm. Then the Magic Kingdom. Uh, and I don't know if they they might have done one at the Animal. I don't remember if they did one. I don't think, I think they did one, one at the Animal Kingdom because yeah. yeah. I remember there's one year where they had one at every one or at least they had scheduled yeah. one at every yeah. one. Yeah. Um, but. I don't know, Epcot, I mean, there's nothing to do in Epcot. Same thing with Animal Kingdom. That's yeah. the only reason why I wouldn't want to do those two. Yeah. But wouldn't you like to do, like, Soren three, four, five times in a row? No, Soren's boring. I hate Soren. Okay, never mind. Just, <laughs> being completely honest, I do not like that attraction. Right. My buddy likes it, so we go on it every time we go. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah, I do not like that attraction. Yeah. I like, um, my favorite ride in there is the um, the one, the Frozen one. Really? Yeah, yeah, it's a real. I I really like the Norwegian boat ride and the Maelstrom. And huh. now Have it's you been, been on the new uh, Remy ride? Oh yeah, I went in Paris. It's the exact same thing. I hated it over there, and I hate it here. Hmm. It Remy isn't even that busy of a ride over in Paris. It's not really that liked. If you if I like the wait times when I went, hmm. nobody was really going on it in that park. Everybody was going on Tower of Terror. Rock and roll coaster, and the big one everybody was going on was a Crushes coaster, which is mm. my favorite ride yeah. over there. It was amazing. Yeah. It was um, you there's four people in a ride vehicle, and you're back to back, and it was a mm. like a kids coaster, but not yeah. really. And so they kind of like took you through. Yeah. You went outside the building, you went back inside of the building. Mm. Bruce kind of attacked you, and then yeah. you had like this hundred foot drop, mm. and <laughs> it was yeah. a spaghetti coaster like 
um, Aerosmiths, like Rock and Roller Coaster, right. but like right. that in like a Crush's Turtle Shell with yeah. only four of you zipping around like crazy. So right. like every five vehicles, some kid was bawling his eyes out. Yeah. But the wait times were like ninety minutes, and Ratatouille was like thirty. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Remy is like what five virtual screens. Yeah, That's and, it. and it's not the vehicles feel like old technology. Mm-hmm. Like if you've been yeah. on. Star uh, Spider Man or Transformers, yeah. um, even Mickey Minnie's Runaway Railway, mm-hmm. the vehicles have a lot more movement to them, yeah. and they feel like they move a lot more axes. They have a, they're a lot quicker, they're a lot more responsive. These vehicles feel like they were built in the '80s, mm-hmm. yeah. so they don't have a lot of movement, and they really rely on like the props and the scale, yeah. and it just right. doesn't work for me. Yeah. All right, let's move on to uh, Disneyland. Uh, they are having an extra egg egg. Extravaganza. Extravaganza. Uh, You can celebrate the springtime tradition of Extravaganza, a special egg hunt throughout uh, Disneyland Resort from March 31st to April 17th. Guests visiting Disneyland Resort during this time can hop on over to pick up their game board and stickers for $9.99 plus tax. At select merchandise locations throughout the Disneyland Resort, there are three different game boards depending on where guests decide to play. So one each at Disneyland Park, Disneyland California Adventure Park, and one at Downtown Disney District. Uh, Then let the hunt begin. Guests will have an egg-solent dime, egg-sploring for hidden eggs painted by as Disney characters. They may even spot Donald Duck Egg. Okay. <laughs> Duck eggs. That's great. Maybe we can cook them Duck up. Eggs. Uh, <laughs> on a window ledge or a goofy egg in the nook of a doorway in areas around the resort, guests can check off their discoveries by placing corresponding stickers on the themed extravaganza game board. So whether they choose to hunt for eggs or not, guests can return their game board to collect the exceptional surprise, which is one of six eggs. Uh, And uh, the redemption locations include Plaza Point at Disneyland Park, Ellis and Company over at California Adventure, and Disney Pin Traders, the world of Disney at Downtown Disney District, while supplies last. That story was pretty... Punny. It was excellent. <laughs> it was. Would you do that if it was over here and you could do it at the Springs? Because I know you probably wouldn't do it if it was in the parks. But if it was at the Springs, I would, would do it you in the parks. I would, yeah, I would do it in the parks. I did, the whole thing is, why do I have to pay ten dollars? It's ten dollars, and I get a pin. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. give me the pin. Here's the ten bucks. Well, you could, right? Yeah. Give me Isn't the that pin. What it says? Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Just here. <laughs> So you don't want to go on the adventure? No. No. It's supposed to be excellent. No. (laughs) I would go to the Grand Floridian. Eggs. (laughs) That would be a good egg hunt. (laughs) They're all on display. What about the the Golden Oak? Would you do a Golden Oak egg hunt? Sure. Sure. A Golden Oak egg hunt? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) But... But this one, not so much. This no, one, you just take so the pen much. and run. Just take the yeah. pen and go. <laughs> Discover the magic of our planet during Earth Week celebration at Disney's Animal Kingdom. At Animal Kingdom, guests can come join the fun of our annual Earth Day celebration. The parks 
spends not just the day, but the entire week honoring our planet, how we can all come together, to create a healthier home for people and wildlife. From April 18th to April 24th, guests can connect with the magic of nature through family-friendly experiences and special offerings. Disney's Animal Kingdom delivers an Earth Day celebration like no other. Sharing the spirit of wildlife conservation and learn about the animal species the Disney Conservation Fund is working to protect. At the conservation station, guests can try their hand at drawing Disney artists uh, at the animation experience as they guide you step-by-step in your favorite Disney characters to life with real animals for inspiration. Each animal represents some of the amazing stories of conservation work Disney's doing around the world. There's also a limited-time wilderness explorer activity that rewards guests with an Earth Day nature badge. On Discovery Island... Guests can spot a special Disney character crew on the Discovery River. And throughout the park, find Disney photo pass magic that frames you with Wally and Eve from mm-hmm. Disney and Pixar's animated feature Wally. A limited edition Earth Day 2022 trading pin is also available to commemorate the celebration, as well as specialty merchandise and custom booth beverage. Oh, nice. Why do they have two robots at the animal park to celebrate? Earth Day with wildlife. That would be a question for Joe Rody. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if he could answer that anymore. Maybe that's why they let him go. They said, oh, you don't want to put robots in your animal park? See ya. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why robots yeah. would have anything. Maybe the robots are going to take over the planet and this is just a precursor oh. to what it's going to look like. <laughs> Maybe it's a robotic planet, and you know we're not the majority anymore. I have no. no, I have no. <laughs> That's I what no. it sounds like. I mean, it's the same week as your meetup, but I'm gonna try to head over yeah. there. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna see what I can do because I've never been there for Earth Day or the Earth Day celebration because mm. they always do one of these every year, and it's yeah. it's yeah. one of the ones that isn't really talked about, it isn't really right. publicized all that right. much. I would say even May Fourth is publicized more at this yes. point than the yeah. Earth Day celebrations. Yeah. But it would be really cool to see what they do and yeah. to see if they kind of deliver on mm. that. Earth I mean, Day usually, well, in the past, Jane Goodall has come and spoke at, at some of these things, and they've had some things. But I think with the COVIDs, uh, they've just dialed it back a notch and just, you know, let's just do something to celebrate, A, the park's anniversary, mm-hmm. and B, Earth Day, because they're both the same day. Well, they can't do worse than what they're doing for the 50th celebration at Animal yeah. Kingdom, which, yeah. to my knowledge, is nothing. So. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right. Hey, there's some new legacy lightsaber hilts uh, inspired by Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, and they arrived at Galaxy's Edge. Uh, Bright Suns, my friends, uh, Disney Parks uh, fans can now wait. The wait is over. Finally, for all you back Oh, man, I've been waiting. <laughs> I've been waiting to spend another $200. Yeah, yeah. Just give it to Bob Hayjack. In 2020, <laughs> we asked you to vote for your uh, which legacy lightsaber hilt you hope to be offered at Doc Endor's Den of Antiquities. And you answered the call. And the legacy lightsaber hilt you all voted for was Cal. Oh, I think we lost. All right, so you all voted in. It's Cal Kedis light, Legacy Lightsaber from Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, Cameron Monaghan, the actor who plays Cal 
Kiedis in the critically acclaimed Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order video game recently journeyed to Star Wars Galaxy Edge at Disneyland Resort and got the full Star Wars experience while checking out the Cal Kiedis Legacy Lightsaber Hilt. Uh, you can add this Legacy Lightsaber Hilt to your personal collection when it arrives at Doc Endor's March 25th, 2020, and that will be at Disneyland and Disney World, both Star Wars lands. Uh, those familiar with the Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order will recognize the broken end design uh, since Cal acquired the lightsaber after the weapon is damaged and is only capable of emitting a single blade. And while you purchase this distinct lightsaber hilt, it comes with a dual lightsaber adapter so that you can recreate the original double-bladed design reminiscent of when the lightsaber was owned by Cal's master, Jaro Tappy, uh, when you purchased this uh, second hilt. So there you go. So it's pay me now and then pay me a little bit more. Hey, I like it. Disney's trying to capitalize off of uh, the market. They yeah. never do that. So yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, hey, remember, travelers, uh, when you're coming to Batu, that you can gather at Savvy's workshop to build your very own lightsaber. So. Yeah. Uh, have, have you done you, that yet? Have you done the lightsaber shirts? Uh, I've been in there with somebody, but I did not do the building. I went with them to just experience the experience. I did the same thing. And then I yeah. was like, oh, I'll film it for you guys. And so yeah. I filmed yeah, that's what I did. them doing the experience. <laughs> that's exactly what I did. I was like, yes, I did it all except for I the build. have to pay. Yeah. Exactly. Well, the, other, the thing that was kind of irritating was the, the people I was with, mm-hmm. there was four of them. And they all choose different ones so that they could interchange the pieces between themselves. Oh, yeah. And then they got yelled at and told they couldn't do that, but then they could buy them after the fact. And they're like, but it's right here, and my buddy already bought this one, so I don't understand. And it was just a way for them to make more money. So that was the only kind of like irritating thing. I'm glad I didn't do it because I wouldn't have wanted to pick in like this one, this one, or this one. That's all you get. I'd want to have full options if I'm paying that much money. So Yeah. Yeah, they should – you know, like all the pieces in there, you should be able mm-hmm. to take them all home. You know, build what you want with it and then take them all home and then change it up when you want. Right? Yeah. What if you want a little different thing on the bottom or you want a little different, you know, whatever. I I, I, I get it. I get it. And for that and you price, can do it. Yeah. You just got to go out and buy it piece by piece, like 20 bucks a piece or something. Yeah. And yeah. then you can eventually own it all for yeah. $600 and yeah. then bring it with you on the Star Cruiser. Yeah. Probably more like 6000 my friend. <laughs> All right, let's talk about some meetups. Uh, April 20th is not a meetup, but we are doing a special live 10-year anniversary show. I I don't know. I think I sent you an email, Edward, because we wanted to have you on the show, too, as a guest. I didn't see it, but I also, earlier, I didn't get one of your emails either, so um, I'm going to have to go ahead and say, sure. Let, okay, it'll be from 8, 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. on uh, Wednesday, April 20th. We're going to do a special live show. We have some other uh, special guests that are going to pop in. Uh, and uh, we're going to have some hosts. Uh, our friends, Al, John, and Kristen, who will kind of be the host of the show. And we'll kind of be guests on our, on our own show kind of thing. So it'll be fun. It'll be fun. Yeah. 
And, it'll be a nice uh, spin. Yeah, it'll be live. We'll be on the Facebook and the uh, YouTubes if you want to come hang out with us. Uh, April 23rd, we are going to actually physically meet in person. Uh, we are going to Disney's Port Orleans Resort over at the French Quarter. We're going to meet up at the Sasagula Float Works and Food Factory at 2 p.m. Uh, and we're, uh, I think the beignets are back, so we're going to go have some beignets and, uh, you know, drinks. If you want to grab a cocktail, that's fine with us. We don't care. And uh, yeah, I heard drink. boozy beignets were back too. Cause I know one of my oh, friends was looking nice. at it and I looked into it and I was like, yeah, it looks yeah. like boozy beignets yeah. are back. All right. That sounds good. I'm down for that. So, uh, yeah, the beignets are going to be on us. So come out and join us and take us up on our free offer. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, last week, uh, Edward, we had a, a trivia question. It's this. How old was Ellie in the movie Up when she got married? Now, you probably haven't seen the movie. <laughs> That's the only Pixar movie I haven't seen, believe it or not. I've seen really? all the other ones. All right. uh, yeah, I mean, I keep hearing people talk about the beginning of it and how terrible it is. And so yeah. I was like, why would I go watch a movie when everybody's telling me how terrible the beginning is? <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah. No, it's uh, the beginning is the best part. Uh, anyway, until <laughs> until Ellie dies. Jesus. Yeah. Okay. Until Ellie. Well, okay. Well, that's good. At least you saved me from that. Yeah. Uh, and the answer is nineteen. And uh, the other thing that was interesting, I was reading up on this, is you know in that opening scene, there's a, a scene where she's on the on her knees in a hospital, and Carl is kind of like you know holding over her shoulder. People are saying that uh, Ellie had a miscarriage because if you remember the scenes that led up to that, they were fixing up a nursery. And then there's this scene in this hospital where she's on the floor crying and uh, everybody believes that she had a miscarriage and then eventually passed away. Jeez, this sounds like a really dark film. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. People dying, miscarriages, orphanages. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, so, what's, so what's the next thing that happened? Bane showed up and, and blew up the stadium. I mean, what are right. we what are we talking here? Uh, so the winner was Rick. Uh, Rick U, not mm-hmm. Rick like Y O U, but Rick puts a letter U. Uh, it's in the mail, as <laughs> as we like to say, Rick. And uh, thank you for that. Uh, this week's trivia question is this: Maybe you can figure this out, but don't tell the answer. You ready? I think I know. The answer, oh no, the question is, which Incredibles (laughs) reference was made in the Cars 2 movie? Ooh, was that Mrs. Dash? You know, the the little salt shaker thing for the, oh man, I thought I had it. I thought I I was ready to win. Very close. Uh, So each Pixar movie has a reference to a future movie. Uh, So in the Cars 2, there was a reference to Incredibles. And uh, if you can tell us what that is, send that to Disney Parks Podcast at gmail.com. I heard it's a pretty incredible reference. Oh, yeah. Ding, ding. <laughs> Disneyland Paris announces a multi-year transformation plan for Disney Village. Fantastic. Located in the heart of Disney. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like their version of downtown Disney or Disney Springs, but yep. um it's located in the heart of Disneyland Paris. It's kind of in between where the parks are and where the hotels are. It's a retail dining and entertainment complex. The district, which celebrates 30 years in 2022, has more than doubled in size since its opening, 
consistently adding new options to reinvent the guest experience. By the end of the year, a phase transformation of the entire area will begin to give the district a brand new visual identity and introduce exciting new offerings to the mix. By combining the best Disney know-how with select complementary brand concepts, the reimagined Disney Village will celebrate timeless, family-friendly environments that are uniquely Disney. By day, the stylish boutiques and innovative restaurants will draw guests in, and by night, thousands of lights will transform the area into a bustling wonderland. When the transformation is complete, Disney Village will be feature a relaxing lakeside park and a boardwalk, enhanced pedestrian walkways, brand new facades, relaxing uh, terraces and patios, and lush landscapes. Its diverse eateries and collection of shop will expand dining and retail options for guests with innovative concepts from some of the world's most exciting brands and completely enhance the experience by complementing the theme parks. The first step of the plan will be a contemporary French brasserie in a place that's currently Cafe Mickey restaurant. Group Bentrod with its portfolio of renowned Parisian Bratisseries, Bratisseries? Bratisseries? has been chosen to take over the location and bring a fresh new concept <laughs> that will both elevate the culinary experience and expand the dining options for guests look, looking for, you guessed it, French flavors. What? As you could tell from it not being part of the English language. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Rosalie, the new two-floor restaurant, will feature 500 seats wow. in contemporary interiors. Yeah, it sounds like Planet Hollywood. Yeah. Inspired by Partesian uh, Bratisseries. There's a word again. Parisian Bratisseries. Bratisseries. Yeah. <laughs> I keep thinking of the place that Walt built inside of Disneyland. Uh, oh, yeah. His wife occupied. Right. Uh, that was like a broad yeah. 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 <laughs> it will celebrate renowned French art de beer and a classic cuisine in a modern yet elegant setting with expanded terraces looking over Lake Disney. Honoring both regional and diversity and product seasonality, the restaurant will cater to all cravings. In addition to table service, a counter will offer French bakery-inspired options for takeaways like, good God, viennoseries, pastries, sandwiches, and salads, as well as a selection of products satisfying every taste and level of service. Seasonally, an outdoor terrace will welcome guests on the lake's edge. I hope there are some... There are not any French people that listen to the show because they'll be very <laughs> upset with the way I pronounced literally everything not English in that uh, story. But yeah. I will say if I was over there, yeah. I would love to give these new restaurants, especially the 500 seat one. I think, um, mm. you know, when we see things over here, whether it's a Universal or whether it's a right. Disney, um, those very large concepts tend to do well. They tend yeah. to be yeah. – um, they, they concentrate very heavily on the menu and the theming and yeah. it makes for an overall great experience. Right. Right. Yeah, have I you been to Disneyland Paris yet? I have not. I have not. What are you waiting for? It's not uh, like we had a pandemic. Uh, plane ticket. <laughs> I mean, so it only cost me $400 actually. When I got the yeah. flight, I, I went and it was kind of cold. Mm. Um, the cold time of the year, Yeah, you know, early on the year, but, um, it was only $400 round trip. Wow. That's not too shabby. That's not no, too shabby. no, 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 yeah. it's not bad. Yeah, I'll have to price out a trip because I'd like to go. I'd like, well, I'd like to go to Italy first, but that's a different story. Uh, Italy is okay. I mean, I, I like Paris. I really like Paris. I like Paris yeah. the best, but um, I can mm. see if you want to go there. The, the cool thing is you could kind of go to both. So I took a train mm. from one to the other yeah, and it only took sure. like eight hours or something. It wasn't that long. Mm. Um, 
so it definitely, if you could take a couple of weeks and head over there, or if you, if you yeah. work from home and you could kind of work on the road, it honestly isn't yeah. a bad plan and to rent an apartment, Airbnb, it's really easy now and yeah. make it happen. Yeah. Well, I'll hire you as my travel planner and then you can do that. <laughs> Sounds good to me, Tony. I'll pay you back for all these uh, visits on the podcast. <laughs> all right. Uh, hey, the Riviera is testing a checkout feature in the My Disney Experience. This is really more geared towards our DVC guests because if you're in a regular hotel room, you just automatically get checked out on the day of your checkout at 11 o'clock. Uh, you know, they consider you gone. Uh, you know, until yep. housekeeping shows up and still finds you in your room. <laughs> uh, but uh, so this is what they're saying. Uh, guess that one of the Disney Vacation Club resorts is now uh, being presented with an option to check out of their guest room via the My Disney Experience app. Maybe this is really just a notification to the front desk saying, hey, I'm leaving now. Yeah, I'm officially yeah. getting the hell out of here. If I had uh, to guess, it's probably entitled people staying too long. So it's probably yes. another feature to get them out quicker so yes. that they could turn the room over for the next DVC people who are there yes. early to get yeah, into the room. Exactly. Uh, so online sources are reporting that guests at the Disney Disney's Riviera Resort can now alert uh, staff to their departure using the, their smartphone and the My Disney Experience app. The option is available to guests who have a credit card linked to to their reservation and a zero balance on the day of checkout. If you have a zero balance, what the hell do you need the credit card for? Agreed. And then why do you need to, why can't you just link it and then zero balance it right. and then check out just exactly. like, you know, at every restaurant and mobile hotel in the world. <laughs> yeah. And, and retail purchase at the Disney yeah. stores now. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. basic stuff here, guys. Right. Uh, guests will be automatically checked out at 11 a.m. or they can sign into the app and indicate the departure time if leaving sooner. Unlike other hotel chains, Disney has never offered guests an electronic uh, checkout option. Instead, outgoing guests were presumed to have been departed by 11 a.m. Uh, with a charge folio uh, either delivered to their room or overnight, or email to their address on file. For many years, uh, Disney Resort guests had access to uh, some guest departure data via uh, Disney's Magical Ex Express. So they knew if you had a Magical Express time, you were probably leaving at that time. Otherwise, you'd miss your flight. Um, Have you been to the hotels recently? Because yeah. when I... Okay. Because yeah. I haven't gone for probably three, four years since I've lived in Orlando. And I was just curious if they still have late checkout. I know that's one thing we used to do a lot. We'd get out at one, two o'clock even at yeah. some points for free. They'd let us check out that late. Is that still an option or is that something they've kind of taken off the table now? Yeah, they've kind of taken that off the table. You really have to beg. And then sometimes the, the most uh, that they'll give you is till 12. You know, till 12. That used to be the checkout time. Yeah. Uh, if they're really feeling super generous, maybe it's one o'clock. But wow. uh, everything I've heard, you know, it's funny. I used to call all the time, you know, mm -hmm. on my checkout. They say, hey, can I stay an extra two hours you right. know, just to see what the front desk would say? So I have a couple of visits coming up in June and July. I'll have okay. to uh, test my theory again. And Yeah, there's a couple of ways you could do it because we used to call uh, the first night. We'd ask them at the desk. And yeah. then they'd, they'd, 
do it for a while. And then they started saying, oh, you need to ask on your day of. So yeah. we call on the morning yeah. day of and it was fine. And then they used to tell us you got to call on the night of to the people yeah. who are do who come in at three o'clock. Mm-hmm. So then we're at the parks at that point. And then you come back and you're like, yeah. hey, can I get a late checkout? They're like, you're asking for it at midnight for tomorrow. And it's like, yeah. well, yeah, I mean, you wouldn't let me do it before. Yeah. 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 So um, ideally, guest departure information would uh, be shared with housekeeping. Uh, and, and it's interesting. Housekeeping has a way to, uh, you know, if they go to the room, knock on your door and nobody answers, they go in. Um, I don't know if they had, I, I heard they were switching over. The old system was they went to the phone and called a number, a special number, you know, like a three digit code. And that indicated mm-hmm. to the system that the guests were out and the room was being made. Yep. And then when the housekeeping was done, they dialed another number and that told the front desk it was time to, uh, you know, let the next uh, set of guests in. So, yeah. Uh, that's how our old system worked because I used to work in the hotel industry and that's how our, yeah. our system worked the same way. You could either do it – the supervisors usually had like a phone yeah. or something where they yeah. could program it or program work orders and that sort of thing. Yeah. The, and the housekeepers could also program work orders into the phone right. if something was broken that they noticed in the room. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know if they still have that. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, – I heard the housekeeping was going to tablets. They were all going to have a, a tablet or huh. some kind of iPhone device thing to – do the same kind of procedure. And then I think supervisors were going around when they did their room checks, you know, mm-hmm. saying that this room was also, you know, supervisor checked as well. Okay, um, nice. Yeah. Disney's uh, Caribbean Beach Resort is also reporting that they are participating in this, uh, you know, as well. And uh, mm-hmm. if you know of other locations, you know, let us know. I'd be interested to see, you know, if this gets to, uh, you know, every resort. I assume it will. Yeah, you know, I'm thinking especially a, the big dogs. I mean, yeah. that's where the real money is, right? Is going, you know. Yeah. When are you checking out if you're, um, what is it, the bungalows on the yeah. water at the Polynesian? Yeah, because yeah, those take, you know, DVC rooms obviously take a little bit more room to housekeep. There's, you know, all the dishes have to be washed. You know, more yeah. surfaces have to be sanitized. You know, kitchen tables. You have, you know, all kinds of things. Dishwashers, washing machines, dryers, ironing yeah. boards, irons. You know, all kinds of stuff that has to get, you know, clean. No regular hotel room. It's just, yeah. you know, change the bed, change the sheets, clean the toilet, and get the hell out. So, yeah, exactly. I mean, Bay Lake Tower even has rooms that are multi-level, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's two floors. I mean, Animal Kingdom's got, you know, some rooms that are two floors with pool tables. Oh. So, yeah, there's all kinds of stuff that has to get cleaned. Yeah. Well, have you heard about the Disney Mirrorverse, Tony? No. Well, let me tell you about it. Take a deep breath and prepare to step into a bold new universe with some of your favorite in-park characters like you've never seen them before. Leading game developer Kablam has teamed up with Disney and Pixar games to bring you the Disney Mirrorverse, an all-new action-packed mobile game launching in June 23-22, featuring iconic battle-ready characters that you have seen before, um, as exciting as the collectible figures from McFarland Toys. Travel through a mythical portal known as the Stellar Mirror to enter a divergent Disney universe, the Mirrorverse. Iconic Disney and Pixar characters have been empowered and amplified by the Stellar Magic and the Mirrorverse Guardians who stand ready to defend against the Fracture, a malevolent threat driven to shatter the Mirrorverse. <laughs> Unite the Disney and Pixar Guardians to take, uh, take them into battle whenever you have full control of your team, swapping freely between your allies during the action. As you progress deeper into the Mirrorverse, you'll grow your collection of characters, including Donald Duck, Goofy, Sorcerer's Apprentice Mickey, 
Buzz Lightyear, Jack Skellington, Bell, Merida, Scrooge, Stitch, and many more who evolved in a dynamic and unexpected ways. Prepare to enter the Disney Mirrorverse by pre-registering today at DisneyMirrorverse.com. By pre-registering, you'll unlock exclusive in-game rewards when the pre- game pre-releases are releases on June 23rd. Hmm. The Mirrorverse will continue to expand through more figures, through McFarlane Toys, Dark Horse Comics, and other exciting products coming soon. So this almost sounds like there was a game that um, Nintendo, Disney Heroes or something yes. that you used to play on your phone. Yeah, I used to play it back in the day, and um, it almost sounds like that. So it's like uh, maybe they're shutting that down because not enough mm-hmm. new people are going and spending money. But there was also gonna... remember the one the video game with the little pucks and then the characters. You put a puck in a character. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You had to collect and you had all to the have different like characters. The reader. Yes. When you bought the game, you got the reader, and then yeah. you'd, you'd use them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so it's like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting, you know, what they try to do with these things. Um, you know, the I think more people are playing, well, more teenagers and kids are probably playing on their phones than they are, on, mm. you know, a Nintendo Switch or something. Because, yeah. you know, they have Well, I thought it was going to be like everywhere. the Metaverse. Yeah. I thought it... I thought it was like the metaverse, like their version of the metaverse. So I thought that was going to be pretty cool. Yeah. It's going to be like a watered down, done down version, something more for kids, not yeah. as much open world. Right. But no, it just sounds like a another paycheck money grab. <laughs> <laughs> That's not going to stop. That is his nickname for now and to eternity. Oh, gosh. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, I was just reading. I heard there's a, a little fight between the Bobs. Uh, apparently, when Bob Iger, you know, stepped down. And gave, you know, control to Tappic mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, Bob said, well, I'm just going to stay around and help with, you know, things that have to get done during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And apparently that pissed off Chappick because Chappick says to him, I didn't really ask for your help. I don't mm-hmm. need your help. You have tried stepping down many times. You should probably do that. So apparently that pissed off <laughs> one Bob. Well, the other Bob got pissed. So, anyway. Yeah. Well, I, I know which Bob I'm going to side with. Yeah. And uh, it's not going to you... be the one currently in power because I do not like the direction we are headed. <laughs> this boat is sinking. Are you a stockholder? No. No, I, I, I'm not. I There was one point where Disney stock went down to like $11 or something. Yeah. And I remember my dad asking, should he invest in it? And this mm. was, I mean, forever ago. And I was like, no, no, it'll go to 10 Just wait for it to go to 10 dumbest decision <laughs> ever goes to 10 well i made up for it because i told him to uh invest in gamestop before oh it went to the moon so i made up for it but right. um yeah that was that was a bad one that yeah. one i should have just told him yes. Yeah. so no yeah. not yet yeah. and i don't think i would invest in it i mean if disney comes up with a crypto coin i'll probably end up investing in it but i mean the stock would really have to I, you know, who knows actually now that i'm saying this Bob Paycheck might completely tank this stock in a few May years. May go back down to 11. That's what I'm thinking. Like, yeah, the stock's going great now, but yeah. then eventually, you know, everything catches up eventually, right? Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. you're going to crest that hill. Mm-hmm. So, hey, who knows? Watch the stock closely. And if yeah. it starts plummeting, yeah. you might see me back in. Yeah. yeah. Well, as stockholders, we vote for the board. And if you don't like Chappick, just vote. No, Chappick. Yeah. I did. Yeah. No, no. No, no. That's awesome. So how much do you have? Do you have like 5%, 10%? Because, I mean, we could really no. make your vote go somewhere. No, I do not have that much. I have a couple ah. of shares. That's it. Oh, man. Yeah. That's what we got to do. We got to get a whale to go in there and kick him out. Yeah, exactly. 
Yeah, Diane Disney and her stock. Damn, uh, let's go. I bet you she's voted no for every president uh, probably. since the beginning. She probably. doesn't seem happy with anything Disney does ever. Yeah. And and my feeling is, you know, maybe not have a a Disney on the board board, but have a Disney as an honorary person of the board hmm. to you know, just give some legacy input, right? I mean, just, you know, this is what my dad or my grandfather or, you know, whatever, you know, I don't know. I, I just think there should be a Disney person on the board. It just doesn't make any yeah. sense to me. But but how closely do they follow the legacy? I know some of them do, but some of them don't because my sister actually went to school with uh, Disney mm. and they were not involved at yeah. all. I think like the great, great grandkids are kind of getting far, far away from it. You know, it doesn't yeah. mean much to them, but, you know, some of the grandkids, which are now getting older, um, you know, I, I still think care. So, yeah. yeah, I think I'd rather have someone like you on the board fighting the good fight. Yeah. Pounding his hand on the desk. What the hell? That's not what a Disney fan would do. <laughs> are you crazy? <laughs> you don't want to pay that kind of money. <laughs> you only have so much left in your retirement. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Uh, you ready for some headline news? I guess. All right. Here's some headline news. And now, the headline news. All right, first up, hey, there's a new merchandise location, not open yet. It's called Treasures of Xandar, and it's coming to the Wonders of Xandar Pavilion at Epcot. That's where the Gardens of the Galaxy is going to be. I'm surprised. They're actually going to put a, a, a gift shop there. I mean, they didn't for Mickey Everything and Minnie's. Everything ends in a gift shop. <laughs> Mickey and Minnie's, I have no idea why they don't have one there. And then Toy Story, uh, Slinky Dog Dash, same thing. Mm-hmm. It's just like a hot dog cart. Yeah, T-shirts. Yeah. I don't understand how you can build an e-ticket attraction and not have merch. And none of the Star right Wars rides it. end in a gift shop either. Oh, I never noticed that. That's a great point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, everything used to end in a gift shop, and now it doesn't. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't know what they're thinking anymore. Yeah, even Kong did the same thing over at Universal's huge, big e-ticket mm-hmm. attraction. Same thing. They got a little popcorn stand yeah. with a bunch of T-shirts hanging from it, and it just doesn't make a lot of yeah. sense. Yeah, well, <clears throat> Toy Story Mania built that little uh, mm-hmm. gift shop, which is now expanding it to yep. Jesse's whatever. So they're like, "Huh, we did make money in there." <laughs> I love it personally. I I really like it. And if somebody yeah. wants to eventually get into creative, it's like, yeah, well, you have to build a budget off of something, and if you could add in the fact that you're going to add a retail component, yeah, it's just another revenue center, which then keeps right. your budget higher. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, High Rock Springs Pool on the Rocks Pool Bar at Disney Saratoga Springs is going to be unavailable January through March of 2023. So January of 2023 through March of 2023. So if you're planning a visit, just know that that main pool is going to be down for refurb. Uh, the lobby over at Disney's Vero Beach is going through a major refurbishment, and they will be shut down mid-April through May of 2022. That's this year. Uh, that lobby could use a refresh. It's a little tired looking. So I know the rooms yeah, have to- been done, but the lobby was not. Yeah, I went to Vero a couple of years ago, so it's been a little while. The more yeah. recent one I went to was South Carolina mm-hmm. um, Hilton last Hill. year, but 
yeah, yeah, it was it was nice. It had really good food, actually. That's one thing I remember about it. I, I remember thinking the food was better than what I thought the food was going to oh, be. Good, that's interesting. It's interesting. Yeah. Uh, the DVC Tower over at uh, Disneyland uh, Tower Construction has now gone vertical. They're done pouring, you know, concrete. Now they're going up with the concrete. Yes, so towers that, tend to do going yep, vertical. That that's that's the idea. Make them make them go up. <laughs> uh, over at the Orlando International Airport, they're removing uh, all the Disney World 50th anniversary decorations. Apparently, the airport doesn't care for it, and they're just gonna take it down. And so you're not gonna see the stickers on the the trams or the doors or uh, any of that stuff. I don't I don't understand why they're doing it, but they're doing it. So. Who's who's doing it? Was the airport or doesn't like it? I think or it's the airport it? authority that is uh, doing it. Oh, so. okay. I thought it was Disney saying, yeah. ah, we botched this one. We might as well, well pull the ripcord. Here's my theory. So I'm assuming that the airport authority like rents or, you know, let's call sells that as marketing space, mm-hmm. right? Yep, and the yep. summer is coming up and you know, I'm sure Universal and Legoland and all the other ones want to do something. And mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure they said to Disney, like, we can have it up for how much time do you want to buy? And they said, well, we'll buy, you know, the first six months of the, you know, the the kickoff or the first year or whatever. And I'm sure that's what the authorities, you know, they're just swapping it out. And, you know, something else will go up like minions or whatever. So. Oh, OK. OK. That, yeah. That's my assumption is, you know, they're using it just as regular marketing space. Oh, um, safe bet. Yep. Uh, single rider line is now open at Web Slingers over at Disney's California Adventure. You know, over there in Marvel Land. Oh yeah, I have um, I have an Iron Man thing. I went over there to go ride it. Um, I have one of the Iron Man ones. Oh, do you? Um, yeah, I was really upset too because they put me in this. I, 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 two of the three California Adventure, and they put me in that, um, the single rider line one of the days. Wow. I was like, I want to see the whole thing. But then it turned out I just avoided the whole outdoor line. Oh, but okay. no, I would have looped that thing pretty good if they would have wow. let me. I would have been at the gates going single rider over and over again, but they don't let single riders in. You still have to have your, you know, your path. slinger thing. Yeah. Well, well okay. you, you, it's the same thing as Ratatouille, right? Like, oh, okay. Sign up, yeah. being there by the uh, right the time virtual. and everything else. Yeah. Virtual queue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm glad they're letting people do single rider lines now. Um, because uh, trust me, someone who went there and isn't going to go back for a couple of years, it would have been great. Yeah. Uh, hey, if you are an actor or actress, uh, Disney is casting for the Finding Nemo show, the new Big Blue and Beyond stage show at Animal Kingdom. So uh, I don't know if the puppeteering thing is going to be involved in this again. But um, if you're looking for it, go to uh, you know the Disney casting website and you know maybe we'll see you in the next show. No, you're quite the character. Would you ever try out for one of those stage shows? No. I don't want to do that every day, all day. No. <laughs> the same thing over and over again, same lines nope. over and over again. Nope. nope. Uh, Jungle Cruise, maybe. I don't know if I want to do a spiel every day, all day. Yeah, but you can mix it up. I had some really good skippers. So strangely enough, yes. um, like the, the last couple times I've gone on it, they've done a lot more of the mixing mm-hmm. um, for a while there was kind of they, they were mixing it up a lot and then I feel like they hit a wall and then they were just sticking to the script and now I feel like they're mm-hmm. doing a lot more of going back into yeah. the putting their own jokes in and because yeah. they want to go work at the improv right right good 
Good. Uh, a lot of the plexiglass is being uh, removed over in Epcot. Uh, so maybe we'll see less plexiglass. Maybe. Yeah. Hopefully. More. I'm pulling out my stock in plexiglass. <laughs> Now's the time to sell. <laughs> sell to high. Yeah. Uh, hey, and this was the thing that uh, shocked the internet. Uh, Disney officially, officially announced and confirmed that the return of minivans are coming back. So here's my spin on this. Uh, a couple weeks mm -hmm. ago, like two weeks ago, um, Disney travel agents couldn't book optional travel. Uh, all right, let me start again. Disney travel agents had the ability to book tra uh, some kind of transportation here in Orlando, whether it was Mears Connect or Mears Cabs or Mears you know, luxury cars, whatever it was. They were allowed to book all of that transportation for guests that was coming here to Orlando. And then mm. they stopped. They said, Dead no stop. more. You cannot book any other travel. And I'm like, some other transportation thing is brewing. Yeah. So I think this, uh, I think they're going to go back. Now, they didn't announce if they're going to do airport runs, you know. And if you do remember, last uh, these were running to the airport, they were $150 each way. <laughs> That's 300 bananas, kids. To get oh in goodness. a minivan. <laughs> yeah. So why do you think they flip-flopped on it, though? Because it sounds like eventually they will bring the airport back. Because yeah. why would you stop everybody from booking anything to yeah. your hotel? Right. But why do you think they flip-flopped on it now and you know, very short span of time? I don't know. I don't know. You know, you know it. I have a theory if you want to hear it. Yeah, I of course I want to hear it. So so the deep pockets are always right the hotels, right? You need the hotels filled. Why? Because when the hotels are filled, then you sell the food and beverage in the hotel mm -hmm. and uh, then you get more staff in the hotel and then yeah. when the hotels are full and you're making food and beverage money, they're also going to go to the parks, whether it's the water parks, the theme right. parks, right? So it it all hinges off the hotel for most people because mm -hmm. most visitors to Disney World are not locals there. Yeah out of towners right so if you're telling them on top of them already knowing that the prices are higher and the mm -hmm. offerings mm -hmm. aren't there that oh yeah now we're not going to transport you yeah. from the airport there you're gonna have to figure it out on your own yeah especially for our foreign guests the ones right. who aren't necessarily native english speakers mm -hmm. i mean that could be a really daunting task that could just make them shut down the whole vacation yeah. um i don't understand why during this time they don't at least have the magical express running and if they're going right. to backtrack they might as well backtrack it all the way back to the way they had it before yeah um put the cat back in the bag if you will mm -hmm. i think this isn't necessarily going to work the way they want it to work either though i think people are going to say oh so you took away the free option to go spend thousands of dollars yeah. right. and now you want to spend hundreds of dollars to have yeah. the opportunity to spend thousands of dollars and right. you're not going to give us all of our offerings and you're not doing anything special mm -hmm. no thank you we're still not yeah. going to go yeah yeah or people will just you know get in a cab or get in an uber or get in a lyft <laughs> you know, yeah, anything that's cheaper than one hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and eventually they'll know that Universal's closer. I mean, when Universal yeah. builds that third gate, I think Disney's putting an eye on it now. Yeah, and they're going to have to do something because I mean, if they they saw what happened when Harry Potter opened, mm -hmm. and that's just one. Yeah, what happens when Universal does it with five? In yeah. a new park, and now it's like, okay, well, we have the same thing that Disney yeah. has, minus and, and it's a new Harry Potter and a new Nintendo. 
Yep. Yep. And how to train your dragon. Yeah. I mean, that's a really big IP. They have a TV show. They have three movies. I yeah. mean, it's not an IP to sleep on either. Yeah. Um, they're, 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 they're kind of flip flopping on whatever that last one is. It might be the classic monster. So yeah. now you might be able to get the older generation to come yeah. back and sure. see the mommy and, you know, the invisible man and, and those sorts of things. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So you're playing off a lot of generations, a lot of nostalgia. Plus they still have their other parks. Mm-hmm. So, it's one of those things, Disney, like, yeah. you might not want to be screwing your people now because I might be buying $11 stock later. <laughs> well, from uh, your lips to uh, God's ears and then my wallet. <laughs> <laughs> Fingers crossed we can get some yeah. more of that stock, Tony. Yeah, yeah. All right, any other uh, good info you have to share there, Edward? Nothing that I can think of that I haven't already said. All right. That's good. All right, kids. uh, Thank you for listening to the show. We appreciate it. Uh, Please mark your calendars. April 20th will be our live show, 8 to 10. It's 10 years of broadcasting this news to you all. So, you know, we want you to be part of the show. And uh, if you can and you're in town or you're local, come on out April 23rd. Meet us at uh, Port Orleans uh riverside not riverside the other one sasagula yeah french quarter sasagula float works over there for yeah. some uh beignets and fun yeah All not right, the kids. poor side the rich side yep exactly well if you'd like to find out a little bit more about us you can always find us over at facebook youtube and instagram all at disney parks podcast and then come on over to disneyparkspodcast.com it's where you'll find all of our show notes our blog posts and we've got some great article writers there helping you learn a little bit more about disney and you can also find some other great people that you can get in touch with uh, people that we encourage you to use to help make your disney vacation a little bit better and you can always find our friends over at destinations to travel by going to disneyparkspodcast.com forward slash travel and if you'd like to show and you'd like to support us, the last thing that I would ask is you would please go to patreon.com forward slash Disney Parks Podcast. Sign up today, get some extra content, get exclusive early content like we post a show early so our Patreons can hear it a day before you guys can. And uh, there's also some really cool stuff, too. So there's some video exclusive stuff that you can only get through the Patreon page. And we would love to see you over there. It helps us do some special things throughout the year and it's a great way to get to know some other disney friends from all across the world so go to patreon.com forward slash disney parks podcast and become a patreon today and for tony my name is park hopper john we are disney parks podcast and if we don't see you online we'll definitely see you in the parks the disney parks podcast is not affiliated with the walt disney company all Disney parks, attractions, lands, shows, event names, etc. are registered trademarks of the Walt Disney Company. Like a boat out of the blue Fate steps in and sees you through One looks upon a star You're 